I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me will live even though he dies. Death is swallowed up in victory. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable. And we shall all be changed from this perishable nature. For this perishable nature must put on the imperishable. Words taken from today's Bible passages as we gather to celebrate the Eucharistic sacrifice, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ who died so that you and I can live, who rose again so that you and I can have the assurance that when we die in this world, we have an assurance and the hope that we shall live forever. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This morning we gather to commend to God on her final journey. Mama Veronica Dede Martins. We pray that as she begins her final journey in this life to God, her maker, her creator, may she find mercy. May she find forgiveness. Above all, may she live with Jesus forever and ever and ever. I want to seize this opportunity to greet all of us. Welcome to this Holy Mass, the Eucharist, the celebration of life, the life of Jesus who is our resurrection and our life. In particular, I want to greet the family of Loyola Parish and to commiserate with you all on the passing of one of you, one of us. In particular, the members of the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and also the members of Saint Immaculate Heart of Mary Society. Mama belong to these societies. I also want to greet the immediate family members of Mama and relatives. Oh, and so, the meat you eat for 88 years, when will you swallow it? How you wish you can continue, of course. But it has pleased the Lord, whom we cannot question, whom we cannot call to answer, whom we cannot doubt, who we cannot in any way wonder why? Because Kabiosi is his name. It has pleased the Lord to call Mama. And what a beautiful way he called her on Divine Mercy Sunday. 
on Divine Mercy Sunday. Right when the Holy Mass was going on. Not only in one place, but in several places across the world. Indeed, you have a reason to rejoice that Mama has gone to be with the Lord. This homily is not to shine forth her beauty as it were. This homily is not a eulogy about her life. This homily is for you and I to learn one or two things from the life of Mama Veronica Ede Martins because she lived a Christian life to the full. She lived a Christian life of so many virtues that even this homily cannot begin to mention. Even as a person, having come to know her in a very short time, I cannot even claim in this homily to know her completely. You do. You can say more about her because she lived with you, you lived with her. But this homily, by the grace of God, is to inspire us from a little of the virtues, the good nature she acquired, she developed, and perhaps, I hope, she also passed some into some of you, if not all, a life of faith, a life of hope, and a life of charity, otherwise called love. When you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13, St. Paul tells us, everything will collapse, everything will end, but three things come to an end, faith, hope, and love. These three virtues, my dear brothers and sisters, we see shine forth in the life of Mama. The very fact that she's lying here at the foot of the altar is a testimony to that, that she lived a life of faith because she believed in God. If she didn't believe in God, she would not be here. And what we are celebrating today is also a testimony to what you and I believe. In the Catholic Church, there are 12 articles of the faith in the creed. Remember? I believe in this, I believe in that, I believe in this. The 11th article says, I believe in the resurrection of the dead. So she believes in the resurrection of the dead. That is why she is here. Oh, you may ask me, but she, she, she was brought here because her faith has empowered you, all of us, including myself, to be here. You see how powerful faith is. Even though she didn't write it down as a test, uh, test what do you call it now? Will, when, when I die, take me to church. She doesn't need to write it because she has been writing it with all her life. That is why we do not question such a person. We simply give her that full rights. She believed in the resurrection of the dead because she has lived a life of Christian faith, a life of hope attached to the life of faith. She hoped in Jesus that after this life, there is another life in heaven. Do you know there is another fellowship in heaven? I'm asking you, not Mama. So, 
She is here. It's also a testimony that she has that hope and she lived that life of hope. Again, she didn't write it in her will that I hope I will go to get to heaven. So when I die, bring me to church. No, she didn't do that. By the way she lived, by the way she cared, by the way she related with you, the children, grandchildren, and other relatives, she is here. In fact, even the church has no choice than to accord her this befitting sent for this barrier. She lived a life of charity, a life of love, because she believed in God who is a love. She participated in the life of bringing new Christians, new persons into the world together with Papa. And she nurtured the lives, the beautiful lives, the beautiful gifts of children that God gave to her. And through her children, the grandchildren as well. This life of love that she has passed into you and into many others, by her journey of this life that she had, she went through, is also a testimony why she is here. Again, she didn't have to write it in her will that I love you, so when I die, please bring me to church. No, by the way she lived, she believed in family, she believed in children, she believed in working together. She didn't decide not to marry, because to marry and to have a family is a testimony to the virtue of charity, love. God said, let, them, let us create man in our image and likeness. That is the language of family, the language of love. And when that family was tainted by sin, John 3 verse 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that all of us can be redeemed and brought back to that family of God. She's here, a testimony to that virtue of charity. We can mention more virtue, but like I said, the time is not on our hands. But let us contemplate, let us reflect a little on these virtues of faith, of hope, of charity that Mama lived. And ask ourselves, do I believe in God as a person? How am I living my life? Do I believe in God? Meaning, is God at the center of the way I live my life every day? Because if God is at the center of the way I live my life, everything will be connected. Everything will be related. Everything will be influenced by the way I live through my belief in Jesus. A life of hope. Do I hope in this life alone? Or I hope in a life after this life? Some Christians, some human beings believe in this life alone. And in Ayelaje, Katojong. What they actually mean is that everything ends here. They don't believe in heaven. They are only saying it for the sake of just there, saying it. Ayelaje, Katojong. They don't believe in heaven. They believe in only in this life. Do you believe that there is a life after this life? Because it is true. This life is not all there is. Everything shining, everything glowing, everything attracting us is just for a time. 
After a while, it will go away. And then, what will be my hope? What will be your hope? A life of charity. No one lives for himself alone. No one dies for himself alone. Even God coming into the world did not come like a supermarket day on his own. He came into a family. He participated in relating with others. A life of charity means always be there to support one another, either as family members, either as relatives, either as colleagues, either as friends, in whatever capacity you may find yourself. Because at the end of the day, it's not the number of houses I build, or the number of cars I acquire, or the number of lands I have, or the number of clothes I must have worn to so many and several beds. But it's the way I show love to others. It is the way I show concern to others. It is the way I rise to assist others when they are in need. Not because they are from my tribe. Not because they are from my class. Not because they are from my group. Not because they belong to who I belong to. But because they are created in the image and likeness of God. That is what love means. That is what charity means. And that is what that virtue of charity invites us, my dear brothers and sisters, if you are here listening to this homily, to live our lives. Because, as is often said, love makes the world go round. Is it true? Or money makes the world go round? Which one? Love makes the world go round. Or money makes the world go round. Money, love, money, love, money, love. Which one do you choose? If you ask me, uh, don't, don't say love because I'm in the church. Better say your mind. Jesus is hearing you. You are not telling me, you are telling Jesus. But I believe and I hold on to love makes the world go round. Because at the end of the day, money may make the world spin, but money will finish. Money will finish. People will remain. And our people say, Eniyam, Lasho, me. Are we? So, the physical money that we spend will finish, but people will never finish. You will always call on people to help and assist you. You can't call on money every time to assist you. A woman was brought from an accident scene. She came from UK to celebrate somebody in Lagos. And coming to Ibadan to visit uh, a relative, she had an accident. Just three of them, herself, driver, and the maid in the car. At this hospital here. Yeah. Eh? Ibadan Central. They needed to do surgery. Within 10 minutes, they needed 2.5 million. She had the money. The money was wired instantly within less than three minutes. But dear brothers and sisters, she still died. Why did money not save her? Was that money not enough? Was it not sufficient? Money will always be available, but money cannot always do everything. That is why I believe and the church believes love makes the world go round. Let us love one another. Let us show love one another. 
Let us not hold on to our tribe, our sentiment of class, uh, religion, uh, denomination, where I come from. You are not from there, and so I can't relate with you. No! All those are earthly, artificial creations. They end in this life. But love has no tribal mark. Love has no boundary. Love has no demarcation. Love is are we? First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. Love conquers all things. Love forgives. Love is ready to start again. As Christians, brothers and sisters, we are called to live a life of love. And who gives us that perfect example? Our Lord Jesus Christ, that we are celebrating during this Easter season. He came because He loved us. Not even because we sinned, but because of his own love for us. God loved us. That is why he came to die for us to be redeemed. And that's why we are celebrating the life of Mama Veronica Martins because she also gives us that example of how a human being, a Christian, should show love. In our daily lives, dear brothers and sisters, let us struggle, let us strive to live lives of faith, believing in God, putting God at the center of our existence and everything we do, hoping that after this life, God will bring us to a better one in heaven, and then loving everyone because God is love. She cannot. Finally, I want to encourage us. You see, in the Catholic Church, we give the body and blood of Jesus to some people who can't come to church because either they are very sick or they are old, you know, and they can't come to church. Every time myself and my Simon go to give communion to Mama in the house, she is always welcoming, she's always ready, she's always prepared. And thankfully, four days before God called her, this is a life testimony, four days before God called her, it was as if she knew she was going. It was as if she was hearing the knock of the of her creator. And then her daughter called uh, myself and Monsignor. Monsignor was able to go and give her communion. And four days after, on Divine Mercy Sunday, she passed to the glory of God. And when before she passed, the way she communicated to her daughter, not with words, but with, with a very long gaze that she was wondering, she was expecting her to say something. But her long gaze, like I told her, was a thousand words. And this is the kind of experience that people have when they are about to pass from this world to the other. Everything becomes mysterious. Everything becomes, you know, confusing to you. But to them, they are already seeing beyond this life. They are already preparing to cross over. And we pray for all that remains of her that is unworthy of God. For all that remains of her that is yet to make her perfect. That is why this Holy Mass, this celebration is organized. That is why you and I, we are here to pray. 
that God should forgive her, to pray that God should perfect her, to pray that God should welcome her into paradise. We pray this through Christ our Lord.